Hello, everybody. This is Bam. And Beans. And, and it, it is disclaimer, disclaimer time. time. Beans and I are not sex birds. And our advice is for entertainment purposes only. If you have a serious health condition or a serious health problem, we strongly urge you to go to an actual medical physician. And for obvious reasons, our Sex Talk podcast is intended for only the maturest of audiences. Enjoy! Here we go, here we go again Trying hard but you wanna be my friend Ain't no place to hide, ain't no one to run to Here we go, here we go again Call my bluff, I'ma be here till the end I'm the one you ride, I'm the one you ride to If you I'm Bam. And I'm Beans. And this is our Sex Talk Podcast. Where we like to talk about sex. And we beg you to talk about sex with us. By emailing us at bamandbeans at gmail.com. Or hit us up on Facebook where we love to respond within an hour. And we really want to start putting memes up, but we're also just not finding the time for it. (laughs) I mean, I haven't found good ones. Yeah, that too. Like, I feel like they're very repetitive. I feel like Facebook's let me down on, like, the meme department lately. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's Maybe all... we're just not a part of the right meme groups. Oh, my God. Did we grow up over the last year? Oh, no. <gasps> is this the moment where we realize that tricks is still for kids, but we're just not able to eat them anymore? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's like the one time... Um, So, you know how for a while there, tricks was just, like, the balls? No, they were the fun shapes. I mean, yeah, when we were kids, yeah. they were the fun shapes. But then for a while, it was just like colored balls. Yeah. And someone had memed, what if only kids can see them as fun shapes? Yeah. And I lost my shit because I was like, <laughs> bro, some fucked up shit. Like, don't be don't be talking. Don't be talking about that kind of shit. Like, fuck. Like, I'm still a kid at heart. God I, damn it. I oftentimes order off the children's menu. Like, Oh, yeah. Them chicken tendies. I got really excited that uh, Noodles and Company has animal-shaped noodles. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. Why yeah. am I not getting pesto animal-shaped noodles yeah. instead of pesto cavatappi? Yeah. I, I think I can't remember exactly what they called them. I get the mac and cheese kid size portion. With yes. the animal shapes on them. Oh my them. god, that's amazing. My partner thinks it's hysterical because here I am, a full-grown adult, pregnant, in bed, just eating these little animal noodles. <laughs> Dude, one of my favorite things to eat while pregnant was um, SpaghettiOs with meatballs, but oh, the yeah. shapes. Oh, yeah. So, like, uh, I think it was, like, Super Mario Brothers shapes. Oh, yeah! Yes. And then also a grilled cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Because it wasn't enough that I ate a whole can. Oh, yeah. But I also had to have a grilled cheese. I mean, but you were eating for three. True. 
Yeah, but then there was two things sucking the life out of you <laughs> instead of just the one. <laughs> That's true. That is so true. So we've got a lot in store for our listeners today. Yeah, we have we have a couple different things to kind of go over and stuff like that. Yep, we got to have a serious talk. Yeah, a real serious talk. Kind of dreading it. Yeah, but it's kind of like us putting off having to talk to our kids about stuff. <laughs> Like, you listeners are the children. We yeah. don't want to have to go through this. Yeah. Bam and Beans did rock, paper, scissors on who had to do it. <laughs> we both lost. <laughs> we both lost. <laughs> Which means we both are going to have to do it together. But you know what we can do before we have to do that? What's that? I have some would you rathers. Okay. <laughs> Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. Um, I don't know why that was a spooky ghost noise instead of like <laughs> an excited person noise. I have some nice easy ones this week. You always say that. But they are nice and easy ones. I'll believe it when I see it. Okay. Now, these are from episode 26, Darkwing Duck. Fuck that. One of Bean's Fuck favorite episode. episodes. Ugh. I'm going to go back and I'm going to delete Darkwing Duck and I'm going to put a different <laughs> episode 26 in its place. That would be hysterical. People would be like, <laughs> then they're going to listen to this and be like, we've never heard of Darkwing Duck. <laughs> so beans yeah bam would you rather have a leaked video of you masturbating or a leaked video of you having sex mm. and in perfect podcast land this is like a consensual leak video okay. everybody's okay with it like i leaked it myself yeah for like monetary reasons yeah kind of like that or for like clout yeah okay uh. like street cred I don't remember what I said for this one. I know. It's my favorite. Damn it. Ooh, don't want either. And I think I think because of just like my body image issues that I'm going through right now, I don't think anyone wants to see any of that in any particular way. <laughs> so now remember everybody's super encouraging. In perfect podcast land, do I look like Jessica Simpson? Because well, that I, might change my answer. I love the way that you look now, so I'm going to say no. Because I love you. Ugh. I love that you just made the face that I make whenever you give me a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> when did we switch roles here? This is season two. We'll switch back in season three. <laughs> um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say having sex. Because, like, maybe we can play the angles here and there's, like, other things to focus on. Maybe we can get some real good, like, POV. Uh, the, the POV angles are good. Those are, like, the fat girl angles where it's high and tilted oh. and everything looks all tight. Toit. 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 Okay, okay. So, originally... You had said that you would rather have your masturbation video leaked. Okay. And it was because your reasoning was (laughs) that you would prefer for only one life to be ruined instead (laughs) of two. No way. This is the season of OnlyFans. So. So. I think. Everybody's got their sex videos out now. It's fine. Yeah. And they get paid for them. Yeah. I I love what 2021 has done to us. (laughs) <laughs> no don't blame 2021 this all happened in 2020 I feel like it's tw- that bitch's fault yeah that bit that bitch had a lot of 
had a lot to do with it. Mm-hmm. I would probably say that I would want my masturbation video leaked. Dude, I'm just saying, there's probably someone out there that would pay bank for your pregnant masturbation videos. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure if I wanted to, I could go back to selling, like, my underwears and socks. Because pregnant underwear and pregnant socks they are, like, premium. Preemie money. Like, boo Yeah. So, we both said masturbation. Okay. And so, this time around, you changed your answer. I did. That's fun. Okay. Here's a really easy one. Like, stupid easy. Because I love you so much. Because this episode's gonna be hard anyways, so. (laughs) Okay. Would you rather fuck your high school crush or fuck your celebrity crush? Oh, celebrity crush all the way. (laughs) And I remember this because I remember saying, I already fucked my high school crush. (laughs) Been there, done that. So, with your celebrity crush, would you still fuck your male celebrity crush or your female celebrity crush? Oh, man. Arcano Lust knows. It's perfect podcast world. <laughs> you know, I guess I never thought about that the last time I asked you that question, where it's like, it is perfect podcast world. Yeah, fucking give me Stephen Amell and Jessica Alba, all three of us. Oh, yeah. And I look like Jessica Simpson. Don't forget that. Okay. In, in perfect podcast land. No, I want to look like Jennifer Aniston. Because yeah, because we talked about how she she's only over eats- fifty and she still looks good. She eats a single hard-boiled egg <laughs> and a piece of toast. And yes, I would have gained ten pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, I, yeah, I'm still gonna stick with my celebrity crush. Yeah, I already fucked my high school crush. Yeah, I was with him for quite some time. Ugh. And I mean, I'll just I'll say the other one that was in that episode, which I thought of something like funny. Um, Because the other one was, would you rather fart uncontrollably or cry inconsolably during an (laughs) orgasm? And I'm like, that must suck to be, like, in high school and you know that that's going to happen. And then, like, it never happens with that person. Uh, Yeah. You know? Like, you do it at home and you're like, I'm just crying, like, inconsolably. And then you're with them and you're like, oh, why isn't this happening now? (laughs) That would kind of be like the greatest way to be like, oh, that's because this person sucks at getting me off. I probably would not be with them for very long. Like, I feel like when we were younger, we spent way too much time on people who didn't get us off. Like that's how it goes sometimes. But I feel like we wasted way too much time not getting off. Now I'm going to go ahead and say, Yes, but at the same time, I can't regret too much because them doing mediocre or subpar has helped me learn my own kinks and learn how to communicate better. So through their faults, I found myself. I guess that's like the best way to put it. Okay. All right. It's time for 46 fetishes you never heard of. And that Bam can't get. <laughs> Listen, won't get any of these either. Listening to some of the old episodes, I was very proud of myself because <laughs> there was a couple of them where I got it right away. Yeah. And then also I was like, oh, honey, because of some of the shit I said, I'm like, why am I that dumb? <laughs> and how can we put that out? <laughs> because we're both that dumb. It's fine. It's no, fine. It's fine. I felt I, I was like dumb. All right. Uh, right. Your first fetish is 
Melissophilia. Oh, God. No, it's not being aroused by women named Melissa. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> no, that would be too easy. Okay. Um, but this- I bet I bet the way that this came about was someone named Melissa had this oh, fetish. Yeah. Okay. Dude, is that how that works? You find some, like, kinky shit to be your fetish, and then you get to name it after yourself? Uh, that would be great. Oh, my God. We'll have to figure out what Bamophilia and Beansophilia is. Yeah. Okay. Can I can I have a hint? Because that worked very well with Barracuda. Okay, sure. Um, This is an arousal to something in nature that people could possibly be allergic to. Which I guess everything that was in that was really <laughs> I I appreciate the try. Um, I mean, you're allergic to Halloween, They're, so I'm not allergic to Halloween. Stop <laughs> telling people that. God, I thought maybe you would just hear it later when you edit it. <laughs> no, that bitch. I'm not even allergic to pumpkins. That pumpkin had some mold on, and I'm allergic to mold. Okay, I know, but it just so happens to be funnier when I say that you're allergic to Halloween. <laughs> I love Halloween. I know. Okay, so something in nature that people can be allergic to. You might possibly. I don't remember if you are or not, or if you might not know. You don't know if you're allergic to these or not. That was really specific. And now I just can't remember of anything that I'm allergic <laughs> to. Is it? I probably made it up. It's fine. <laughs> Is it peppers? No. So maybe shellfish no shrimp no okay well those are all my allergies yeah um melissophilia is arousal is it tree sap no okay well now i'm done to bees and wasps oh yeah i don't know if i'm allergic to those (laughs) because i've never been stung before that's what i thought i like how you were like i think i just made that up (laughs) (laughs) no you did not make it up hey you never know okay next one is nebulophilia Ooh, is that i'm gonna okay so nebulophilia when i hear that i think of like the stars and galaxy yeah i yes um that's what i think of too when i hear that but think of more like atmospheric so is it more like constellations Mm-mm. 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 or like think of like a singular planets atmosphere possibly clouds kind of but not (laughs) it is it is a thing having to do with weather but it's not clouds okay um is it wind no no damn satellites no i feel like that's further that's further from (laughs) what i was gonna windmills No. Okay, then that's all I got. <laughs> Nebulophilia is arousal to fog. Damn. Like, no, you I was just not get even close. real horny when it's foggy. <laughs> just be like, I can't see past my face. Oh. <laughs> babe, babe, wake up. It's foggy it's and we gotta foggy, do it. And we have to do it right now. We gotta do it in the fog. Do it in the fog. I wonder if, like, Ow. every person who ever went to go see <laughs> the movie The Fog oh, just my. was, like, aroused the entire time. Well, I will say. I do like a foggy morning. Like, there's something about it. It's kind of eerie, but also, like, calming and magical. Yeah, I can understand yeah. that. I I will say 
my nipples are only hard because there's probably a slight breeze with it. But <laughs> it's not because I saw the fog and I'm like, I just have to have sex now. Mm. I wonder how that works on a day-to-day, pro- like, day-to-day process. Yeah. Ooh, I might have to ask Google how to say this one because I think it might be a silent P. Celismophilia. Hmm. I think. Is it P.S.? Yeah, P-S-E-L-L-I-S-M-O-P-H-I-L-I-A. Yeah, I would say that the P is silent. Salismophilia. That's what we're going to go with. Um, Salismophilia. The P being silent is a good clue. I can't figure out what the clue is too, but... <laughs> Do you want a hint? Yes. It's an arousal to a certain type of impediment impediment Mm -hmm. i feel like i don't know what the word means like a like a speech impediment oh okay i didn't oh my god when he said impediment i was like you know what that word is and you're like (laughs) why don't you know what that means (laughs) my whole brain just shut down like we're done oh my goodness that's too many big words um to an impediment would it be it's an arousal to stuttering yep yeah it's that was a hard one I feel like it would have been easier if I wasn't stupid. <laughs> no. Everybody listening right now is probably like, geez, Bam sucks sometimes. Oh, no, we I, all do. It's I fine. do, guys. We all suck. You know what? Fuck you guys. How many of these have you gotten right? <laughs> yeah. That's what I need to know. I want to know how many of these you get right every week. I want to know how many of you have these fetishes. I'm more concerned about whether I'm smarter than the average listener, (laughs) which I'm not. And I already know that. All right. Well, that was fun. Yeah. I feel like I was, I'm going to get there one week. One of these days. One of these days. I mean, it's funnier when you don't get it, but. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I torture you with some of the would you rathers. No, 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 no. You started the torture with the would you rathers first. I think mine were just really easy, and you make them complicated. No. No. Absolutely not. They're so easy. You're easy. Yeah, I am. Ooh. <laughs> okay. All right. What, what's on the agenda now? <laughs> so we, uh, going back to our emails. Yay. We did have another email from Kirsten. She sent us two back-to-back, uh, and we read her first one talking about her married sex life, which is awesome. And then next is a story. Literally, the the subject is story. Yeah. And I'll read it. Um, I'm going to be honest here. I have not read this ahead of time. Oh, okay. So we're going to be getting cold reactions, like, right off the cusp. Oh, I have read this one, though. (laughs) Well, I mean, for me. Oh, yeah. As I'm reading it. Hey, babes. I actually have a story that's been stuck in my brain that I want to tell. So I had an ex, we'll call him D, who was a decent-ish guy. But he especially, after he got married, was obsessed with us doing it one more time or at least getting a blowjob. I was in a two-year relationship with a... D- Wait a second. So he was married. 
and he's still obsessing over getting it one more time. I'm just really quick. Everybody cannot see your face the way that I can in real time. And I just love her eyebrows are like the thing that's just killing me right now. She went from like a nice solid face to like angry as fuck in two seconds. My goodness. Ooh, okay. Go on. <laughs> no, this already I know this guy is a tool. Wait till you get to the bottom. <laughs> I was already in a two-year relationship with a different guy, and I almost considered sleeping with D to get him to leave me alone. That's how they get you, man. Like, he's just gonna annoy her into bed. Uh-uh. Get out of here. My ex and I ended up reaching out to D's wife, but that didn't stop him for- Oh my god! They outed him to his wife, and that still didn't stop him. Yeah. <laughs> One night after my husband and I started dating, I had just got home from the bar and D messaged me the same shit again. And to this day, I'm still so proud because drunk Kirsten told his ass off. You go, Kirsten. Yeah. I was like, why would I want to go back to have to have bad sex with you and ruin the best thing I ever had? I told him about how his obsession with blowjobs had put me off giving them for years and just in general about how bad sex with him was. And he blocked me, and I've never heard from D again. I vowed, drunk or not, to always stand my ground from now on. That's my story. Love you guys. Kirsten. Oh my god. I love it. I, I for one, fuck that guy. Yeah. And for two, I absolutely love how... I think what, what sucks is I can see why it took her so long. To, like, say something. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you really do need just a little bit of courage. Yeah. Or, like, a push in the right direction. Like, yeah. she got stuff to get. Like, she got pretty much, like, her life together. She's with mm -hmm. somebody. Th she's now married to. She genuinely enjoys being around him. She was with someone who uplifted her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And gave her that platform to be able to be like, you know what? Fuck off. Yeah. Like, eat a bag of dicks. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Oh, my God. Okay. Listen here. To anybody else out there that's got some thirsty ass dude in their DMs trying to get some, fuck him. You don't owe him shit. Are you listening closely? You do not owe him the time of day. You do not need to respond to him. You don't, like, he doesn't deserve it. What did he do to you? Just like throw in a, what are you doing? You up? No. Fuck those guys. If you just want to send us a link to their Facebook, we'll badger them for an hour straight. Yeah. And then never talk to them again. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And then they can get the understanding of what it feels like. I mean, I currently have somebody who, like, I've never had any type of, like, relationship with this person. But they feel the need to message me at all hours. Mm -mm. And it's not just me. It's a few other people that I know. But it's consistent messaging. Do I how know are this person? You? No. Okay, good. It's like, oh, how are you? What are you doing? What are you up to? And I'm like, dude, my husband and I are trying to sleep. Yeah. Leave me alone. Yeah. And it's consistent. And I'm just like, you're going to get fucking hit in the kneecaps next time I see you. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm going to see you again. And then the last time I saw him, and I was like, you can message me during business hours, nine to five. Oh, I was like, if you need, if you have a question. Oh, is he like a, is he a customer at yeah. the bar? Mm -hmm. Oh, 
And oh, no. I have some customers that will message me with a question about the bar. Sure. Or, hey, when's the next time you're working? Or, hey, you know, I have a couple ideas for you. I love mm-hmm. those. Those I don't mind. Don't message me at fucking midnight and hey, ask what are you up me to? Yeah, what I'm doing. I'm trying to fucking sleep Look, because I have to be there in the morning. If I'm not working behind the bar, obligated to serve you beverages and be nice to you then, then it doesn't matter what the fuck I'm doing. Oh, yeah. Because it's my own time. Absolutely. Oh, the audacity. Oh, yeah. Ooh. And like mm-hmm. I said, I'm not the only one. I know a few other people that mm-hmm. they do this to. It's just very nerve-wracking sometimes. Yeah. Where it's like, you could ruin a relationship doing this. Mm-hmm. Because it looks sketchy. Yeah. When you're messaging people that late. Yeah. Well, and, I mean, on the other, the flip side, like, he is a customer of yours. Yeah. So, like, there's a feeling there that you have to be nice to him because he comes to the bar and he spends money and you don't want to turn away a customer. Like a regular? Yeah, it's like an obligation to yeah. interact with them. No, fuck that. And I will say, even though it, I have the feeling of obligation to interact, I ignore the messages until the next day. Mm, good. And then I'll respond with, you cannot message me at night. Mm-hmm. You can message me do- during normal business hours. Yep. That is when I am available. And it's because we are not friends. Mm-hmm. We are not related. We are not dating. Yep. There is no need for you to message me at ridiculous hours. Yeah. Like, don't wake up my husband because he gonna be pissed. Mm-hmm. And also, when I have this kid, if you try to do some shit like that and you wake up my baby, I'm going to block your ass. Yeah. Like, don't give a fuck. <laughs> yep. I'm proud of Kirsten. Me too. So proud. She found her I don't give a fuck moment. She took it. Yes. Very proud of that. Now she doesn't have to worry about that shit anymore. Okay. I know. (laughs) So so this is the uncomfortable part. You can just edit out my... No. No. Oh. No. Don't just edit out. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we, we did get another email... And this is from another friend of the podcast, um, Kyle, who is the husband of our number one fan, Kirsten. I will say it's definitely great to have somebody who has listened just as much as Kirsten. Yes. Maybe a little bit after she started listening, but she definitely started just making him listen. Like she put on, she told me that she put on the podcast and when he walked into the room, she's like, this is what we're listening to. If you don't like it, leave. (laughs) Well- and I mean, I've talked to Kyle in the past, and he also listens to it at work sometimes. Oh, yeah. And he'll get, like, weird looks from his coworkers. Which is like, great. What? You, what? Yeah. So he'll be, like, doing the inventory or, like, the food order mm-hmm. or something. <laughs> Which I think is awesome. I think that's fucking great. Hell yes. If you're listening to it at work now, what up, Kyle's what coworkers? What uh, So the email starts out, Dearest Bam and Beans. First and foremost, congrats to both of you. I'm so happy that you are both becoming such beautiful women and loving mothers. Now, in regards to your request for more listener input, I have a would you rather to ponder. Would you rather be a female transitioning into a male or a male transitioning into a female? 
Given that both of you have experience of being female, I understand the difficulty of commenting on such a query, not to mention the sensitivity of said question. It is 2021, I know. I do understand and any hesitance you may have and will understand if you choose not to introduce such a controversial topic in your podcast. So that's where I'm going to stop reading yep. and just open it up to a discussion here. Um, we we could have chosen not to read this, and we could have chosen to just skip it, s- ignore it, you know, like brush that. it under the rug. Yeah, but it's it's kind of a learning moment for us, and uh, it does open things up to a certain discussion that we don't have because, unfortunately, we we don't have any experience in yeah. being transgender. Um. So it would it would be very insensitive for us to answer this would you rather. Yeah, so Beans and I talking about it kind of thought of this isn't a would you rather. This is a this is a life choice and we've been fortunate enough to be in the bodies and with the genders that we would would have chosen. So yeah. we're in fortunate situations. And we don't have to do any additional thinking to it or any additional, um, how did you put it? Our body parts just so happen to match our identities. Yeah. And we don't have to go through scrutiny. That's what you said. We don't have to go through the scrutiny of transitioning. Transitioning. And it's also talking to people about transitioning and having to go through people and try to get that kind of acceptance from certain people that you really need that support from. Mm-hmm. We're well, and it's everything that leads up to it, too. It's dis- making that decision yeah. to transition is, is like having that journey leading up to it, too. It's a lot. It's so much. It's, it's nothing that either of us could even fathom going through. Yeah. And so we want everybody to know that we don't ignore this topic because we don't care about the topic. Right. We don't bring it up because we feel like it's insensitive to weigh on something that we would never have to go through. Right. We want to be here and support anybody who needs that support. We're here to listen and take comments and stories. And we, we're we just here to be that support for other people. We don't have to ask for that support not something we have to go through right so instead of this isn't a would you rather i couldn't yeah this is we couldn't rather yeah like so it's it's a good topic to bring up and again we're not the the irony isn't lost on us like we can't weigh in on a topic because um as bean said said earlier while we were discussing this it's they're both you know, man transitioning into female, female transitioning into male, they both have their hardships. So much. And they're very different hardships. Yeah. They're not the same hardships. Right. So we can't answer that question because it's not something, even in perfect podcast land, we're still ourselves. Right. We wouldn't have to transition. Right. And and just thinking about it, it's, it's not really... M- much of a uh, I don't want to say it's not a choice but but really it's not like to the people who are transitioning it's not 
they're choosing to be the other sex. It's they're choosing to find a way to be comfortable in their own skin. Yeah. I, you know, they're choosing to follow along with their identity. Where, yeah. you know, it's something that we're fortunate that we don't have to make that choice. Yeah. I mean, my identity is who I am now. Mm-hmm. I don't have to. I am fortunate enough to not have to transform into anything else. Yeah. Because I'm I'm comfortable and happy with who I am. Yeah. So that being said, to to all of our listeners out there, yeah. whether you are trans, whether you are queer, whether you are, you know, all of the LGBTQ, I know I'm missing some letters in there. Yeah. Like, we, we love and support you all. And we would never want to do anything to discourage you from enjoying our podcast. So we wouldn't want to do anything that would we wouldn't want to do anything that would offend you. And opening up this area of discussion is is not really something that we are capable of doing on our own. Yeah. If we had a guest who was open and willing to sharing their side of things and sharing their story and their journey, then Absolutely. Like, we would love to hear your story. We would love to go on that journey with you. But again, I'm not going to force anyone into that situation either. Because sometimes it can be hard enough to have to make that decision personally Mm -hmm. and then discuss it with other people, let alone come onto a podcast where hundreds of people listen. But yeah, we we're here for you. Yep. We're here to listen. Yep. Here to support. Mm-hmm. And if you feel like there's something that we could definitely do to help with that support, then yeah, let us know cuz yep. as of right now, Beans and I feel like the best way to negate anybody from feeling unsupported is to kind of we'll say, you know, we're here for you. But we really can't weigh in on too much. Right. It's just a topic we we don't know how to weigh in on. Yeah. And in the spirit of being open and honest and, you know, wanting to remove the stigma from sexual situations and sexual discussions, it's something that we, we would love to discuss. We would yeah. love to have that opportunity to discuss. But it just hasn't presented itself to us. And I, I do appreciate kyle emailing us with his query on it and opening that door for us but it's just not the right time yeah and we just don't have the right resources yeah because we've we've definitely asked if there's a topic that we haven't hit to like let us know yep and i'm i'm very happy that kyle has brought it to our attention i guess we haven't really thought about it yeah it wasn't in my forefront and I think it was mainly because it's something I just I am um ignorant to yeah I'm just I have no knowledge of how to go about bringing it up or Mm -hmm. I mean even what kind of sensitivity level to have yeah for it you know yeah I just I think that sucks on my part Mm -hmm. because I don't I just don't have the knowledge to be able to do you know, anything like that. Yeah. 
So that was the uncomfortable portion of our yeah. show. <laughs> that was that was our uncomfortable part. That was our. Let's see how far we can get through without putting our foot in our mouths. Yeah, I'm hoping we did okay. So to um to read the rest of Kyle's email, skipping just a little bit of it, he says again. I understand that this is a very sensitive topic. But that doesn't necessarily mean you shouldn't explore it. But I understand if you don't feel comfortable doing so. It is merely a suggestion for a racy topic to use in your podcast. I love you both so much. And I speak for more than just my wife and I when I say that we are so happy that you're back on the air. Much love, Kyle, the husband of your number one fan. (laughs) And yeah, we definitely we love Kyle for bringing that to our attention. Yes, we love Kyle for bringing it up. Oh, yeah. And we love Kyle for emailing us because not all of you do that. He was a he's a long time listener, first time writer. Yes, which is always fun. We love first time writers. We love first time writers. We also love repeat writers. You know who I miss a lot? Juicy J. Juicy J. Oh, Juicy oh, J, come back to I us. I miss Juicy J. I know that you're probably busy, but if you're listening to this, just. Drop us like a one-liner and let us know you're still listening. Just because we love you and we just, miss you. Just remind us that you're still out there somewhere. We'll we'll sleep so much better at night knowing that you are. I literally woke up like randomly last night and I was like, "Man, I miss Juicy J." <laughs> <laughs> My partner just was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" He thought I was like sleepy <laughs> ramblings, and I was like, "No, they wrote in for the podcast." And he goes, "Okay." Good night, psycho. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing is, like, you listeners that write into us, you become more than just a listener at that point. You're like a co-creator almost. Oh, yeah. I mean, we honestly, I don't think we would be able to have gotten this far without all of the help that we've had. Yeah. I mean, we technically could have, but it definitely wouldn't have been it wouldn't as have been, entertaining. Yeah, it wouldn't have been as fun. Yeah. I mean, we've I mean. A- we did spend a whole episode playing a drinking game. We did. That was earlier. That was terrible podcasting. That was first season <laughs> where we were getting our shit together. We've learned so much. Yeah, now we're sitting across the table from each other. <laughs> yes, gazing lovingly into each other's eyes. Which is probably so much better. I can't wait to listen to these few episodes that were put out. I've just been listening to all the old ones. Yeah hating the sound of my voice Ugh! oh my god get over it it's like nails we on both sound board. awful it's fine okay but i mean i'm pretty bad it's okay eventually when we hit it big we'll just get like people voiceovers in yeah exactly <laughs> we'll we'll dub our own podcast oh my god <laughs> We're gonna, oh my god it's gonna be i'm gonna have like some guy play me too <laughs> I'm bam. <laughs> no. I'm going to ask Brendan Urie to do it. He'd fucking be down. Oh, my God. Who would be your your dream voiceover female? My dream voiceover? Yeah. Fuck. Man. My dream voiceover. That one's a hard one. I know mine. Of course you fucking know yours. Fran Drescher. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. That should this be mine. This is Sheffield. <laughs> That was a terrible impersonation. I'm so sorry, Fran. <laughs> oh my god. Then I would definitely pick Brendan Yuri because 
I'm in fucking Fran and Brennan's oh <laughs> my God. studio. Just her laugh and then going, <laughs> like, uncomfortably. <laughs> Randomly singing, like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> oh, that would be great. Yes. Oh, my goodness. That's hysterical. Okay. Well, in our episode... 31 i believe from with our email from d yeah we talked about doing a deep dive into our kinks and i feel like we've mentioned here and there what our kinks are yeah but we haven't really gone into them very deeply and pondered the root yeah, so he more, suspe- more specifically was asking, like, where our kinks came from mm-hmm. and, like, how we came about them. Okay. Would you like to start? No. Because mine's just kind of depressing. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, yeah, I'll start. I li- maybe start with yours and then I can kind of depress people uh, like a little less oh so you could be the lighthearted one and then i'll be the lighthearted one i don't know i mean it, i have a couple of, i mean it's season two yeah. i'm supposed to be the lighthearted one now well <laughs> well well <laughs> old habits die hard i guess um well, let me just <laughs> let me just remind you all y'all should do a deep dive into how and why your kings came about how they thrived or where or were stifled how you chose to explore them and what got you to break out of your shells so like let's do this interview style hey bam yes beans what are your kinks um state them plainly for the court (laughs) (laughs) why am i on trial (laughs) he's the one who murdered a guy (laughs) Um, objection (laughs) sustain are those the words are we using this right lawyer podcast people are we dun dun doing- <laughs> dun dun and that's all we can say from that or we're gonna get sued by law and order <laughs> yeah that was already too much yeah just those two dun dun that or netflix one of them oh, was God. coming after us um <laughs> i would say some of my main kinks and i will say even though i'm i'm 27 currently mm-hmm. i'll be turning 28 in august i still don't think i have all of my kinks sorted out Okay. But I think that's because as I grow, I kind of can figure out, yeah, I like this more. Or, no, I don't like this anymore kind of mm-hmm. thing. Um, I definitely love being choked. Yeah. I like being tied up. Mm-hmm. Um, some kinks that I want to like kind of get into is like suspension play. Yeah. So like a sex swing okay. and like stuff like that. Um, rope. Like being Shibari. Yeah, Shibari. Thank yes. you. I couldn't think of how to say it. So like more Shibari stuff. Um I would definitely say that I do like like sensual turn to sexual. So like hot oils, some mm-hmm. hot wax, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Those are some of my more basic kinks that I can think of, like okay. in the front of my head. Because, I mean, there's stuff that happens and I'm like, oh, let's do that. And it's like spur yeah. of the moment. Um, aggressive stuff. Me. You know, I'm just yeah. an aggressive person all around. So. Yeah. 
You don't got to agree with it. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I would definitely say they thrived more. I'm supposed to be asking you a question. Oh, sorry. Your Honor. <laughs> so, um, do you want to skip how and why your kinks came about? Or did you want to talk about that? No, I can talk about that. Okay. Because I, I have a feeling that there might be some trauma involved. Um... Yeah, I mean, honestly, a lot of things, my kinks were more of a having to break out of my shell. Okay. And having to remind myself that sex is supposed to be fun Mm -hmm. and it's not supposed to be devastating every time. It's definitely, it's hard to explain sometimes and it sounds really odd to some people um, but because of, you know, the abuse that I was, like, I've taken, I I was not, like, I waited till I was 16, mainly because I didn't want to have sex. Yeah. Because I was just like, there's no point in it. Like, it, well, it's fair. Yeah. I was just 100% sure that it was not going to be fun or enjoyable. And, and I mean. And why would it be? I mean, it hadn't been thus far. Exactly. And then I would say probably the first year of me having sex, like consensual sex, Mm -hmm. it was okay. It wasn't always enjoyable. I think it was enjoyable because I agreed to it. Yeah. And that's what made me feel good and made me try to explore things. Okay. Because I'm like, okay, well, I'm agreeing to this. This is what I want. Mm-hmm. And, well, during high school, I wasn't, my partner didn't want to really do any of that stuff. Ugh. It was missionary or me on top. And that was, like, what we had. Ugh. And that always got him off. And I'm like, now it's just not becoming fun anymore. Yeah. So then after I wasn't with that partner anymore, I was able to explore myself and more kinks that I had. And always look at porn guys. Because you never really know what kind of kinks you like until you see it. Mm-hmm. like that's how i felt like i saw it and i was like that's interesting i would like to try that and there's some stuff i saw i'm like i do not want to try that <laughs> like yeah i mean there's there's just some things i know like any kind of like i don't like scat play i don't like yeah you know water play or anything like that like mm-hmm. i'm not a fan of that kind of stuff i, I i'm very particular in my toys but that's just because I'm so worried about infection. <laughs> yeah. So I'm particular on that. I would definitely say that finding my kinks has been fun. Mm-hmm. And it's fun to still explore. And it's fun to still, like, having the control is what really makes me enjoy sex. Okay. Because it's me saying, yes, I want it, or no, I don't. Yeah. And the partner I have respects when I don't want something or when I do want it. Okay. Which makes um, it enjoyable. Yes. <laughs> so you you talked about how your kinks had been stifled in the past. Um, how would you say they have thrived? I would say they definitely thrived. I mean, with, with our breath play that we've done, um, showing my partner how to properly choke me, mm-hmm. that was exhilarating because that was something that they liked to do 
but they didn't know how to do it the right way. Okay. So being able to show them my kink and how to do it like safely. Yeah. That was great. And then being able to go from that into, I mean, now we're actually thinking more of taking shibari classes and like stuff like that. And he gets worried right now just because I'm in such a fragile state. Yeah. And I can understand that. And I, I love that he respects me because I'm having a lot of back issues, knee issues, mm-hmm. hip issues. So he doesn't ask for sex because he thinks like, oh, well, you're in pain. And I was like, yeah, but you still have to ask because I'm probably still going to want it. Yeah. Because that releases right. adrenaline, well, which and helps with endorphins. There's ways that you can have sex where it doesn't have to be, you know, painful. It can, you don't have to be in positions where your hips gonna hurt yeah. your knees are gonna hurt and it's it's trying stuff out it's figuring it out and mm-hmm. all around just the communication yeah. i think is what helping i believe that the communication is what is definitely helping the kinks thrive absolutely because we've talked about his kinks and his like off limits and setting that, like, tone mm-hmm. has helped both of us. And I think we're, what is it? It's in March. So we're actually coming up on what we we consider, like, our, our yearly reexamination. So oh. we like to talk about, like, yeah, we still like these, or no, we still don't, every year. Okay. Which is nice. So I feel like I'm thriving mainly because I have a partner who lets me. Yeah. Which is good. Did I hit them all? I think so. Did I get all of them? I think you did. Oh, good. All right. Now you're on trial. Mary. Ah. <laughs> all right. Let's see. I plead the fifth. That's weird. We have your fingerprints. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Beans. Yep. She moves her reading glasses down <laughs> to the edge of her nose like a fucking grandma Fuck to you, read. I can't see. <laughs> They didn't see it. You didn't have to call me out like that. <laughs> they got to get the whole experience. I should just take a picture of me doing it. Yeah. Okay. So, beans. Yeah. What are your kinks? Um, a lot of them are kind of the same as yours. Uh, definitely much more of a submissive role. Um, I I like to think of myself like I classify myself as a bratty submissive. So, uh, I antagonize in order to get the punishment Yeah, that turns me on <laughs> and makes things more enjoyable. That, that's, like, the main thing, um, is being a submissive and being tied up and being choked and all of that, for me, I think it all s- s- is just centered on me just giving myself 100% to that person and like putting my life in their hands and being able to trust them with that, I think is like the bottom line, what it all came about. Because originally in my sex journey, you know, when I was 16 years old and didn't know what the fuck I was doing or, um, you know, doing it with someone who is older, a little bit more experienced, but not really showing me anything yeah i had a lot of trust issues to begin with and 
I wouldn't say that the guy I was dating at the time had, like, done anything that warranted those trust issues. It was just something that I started with. And, you know, I had trust issues with male figures, like, from the womb. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, yes, you could you could definitely say I have daddy issues. So, I think that's a huge thing. I think that's that's a huge reason behind why they came about. Yeah. Um, one of my other kinks is Coldplay. Not the band. No. <laughs> not the band. Absolutely no, not the not band. Not the band. No. Um, I think that's an anti-kink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Everything just dries on up as soon as Yellow plays. <laughs> to shut her down. Just play it. Uh-huh. More specifically, like, Cold Hands. Okay. And it was something that came about when I was with my first husband and he, I think he had like poor circulation. His hands were always cold. Okay. And it just originally like he would put his hands on me and he'd be like, oh, you're cold. Get away from me. Oh, you're cold. But then he put his hands inside me and it was, oh, yeah. You're cold. Mm-hmm. And just like the sensation I liked. And, you know, the more that happened, the more I would be turned on by the fact that his hands were cold. And so, like, him touching me other places with his ha- cold hands was more exciting. Yeah. Because it just reminded me of, you know, the main event. <laughs> um, so, yeah, those are my kinks. Hey. And then, so how did they thrive? Or how are they stifled? Well, I think that any stiflement of my kinks were of my own doing. Just because a lot of the partners that I've been with, I just didn't trust them enough with that information. Okay. Originally, it was like, I didn't know enough to give that information. And then as I grew and used sex to fulfill other things in my life like i just didn't trust the people that i was having sex with in order to um let those come about okay (laughs) and it wasn't until until i met my first husband and we had conversations about what we were into and we explored what each other were into that i really started to become more comfortable and more trusting with all of that information. Yeah. And I guess that's when I started to kind of thrive a little bit. Uh, his his kinks kind of clashed with mine a little bit. Okay. Um, where he liked to take more of a submissive role, but in wanting to please him, I would take on the dominant role. So being kind of like a submissive dominant. Yeah. <laughs> In like a weird way, and uh, I would, I would take control and do things that I normally would want done to me. Um, but getting satisfaction out of pleasing him that way. Nice. Yeah. And then after that, um, meeting my partner who I have now, like our first interaction that like started all of this was him and I talking about our kinks and like our sexual preferences and things like that like we originally were just wanting to fuck (laughs) 
like we weren't expecting it to like turn into a whole relationship and a whole thing and <laughs> like somewhere along the lines we fucked that up but it was just like something about um our personalities together like i think that we were originally like antagonizing each other yeah and then it turned into something and it just was the realization that we fit so well like puzzle pieces our kinks fit together yeah and this was this was the person that i could openly explore my kinks with because you know they they coincide with his yeah i don't i don't have to compromise my kinks for his because they work so well together yeah so that's nice that's nice yeah would you say that's also how your kinks are thriving? It's just because you have yeah. that communication. Yeah. They clash well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the trust. I know you guys are sick of me saying the word trust, but they're, it's they're a sick huge of me thing. saying communication. So. It's a huge thing. They still listen. Trust and communication. All right. And then, how do you choose to explore your kinks and what made you break out of your shell? Oh. Um. I like the way that sounds in the microphone. <laughs> this is the ASMR portion. No, it's not. Answer the fucking question. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Exploring those kinks, like the main thing was finding someone to explore them with. And that went like once having that breaking out of my shell was like a cinch. And it's really weird how it happened, too, because, like, it's not like we were in a loving, trusting relationship. It was just, like, we were flirting over Facebook Messenger one night and just trying to see, like, how far we could push the other person. And, like, bam. <laughs> it's weird. How wonderful. Yeah. You slid into your DMs. And the thing was, like, we started off the topic talking about something completely unrelated, to Probably, like, lasagna. Oh, those Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, <laughs> well, they kind of go hand in hand, you know. Food game. I mean, <laughs> I mean, he was he was our he's our dungeon master. Yeah, he's, he's our DM. He's also my dungeon master. Ah, Ayo. so many dungeons. <laughs> well, beans. Thank yeah, you. so that's it. I Thanks mean, um, kinks that I want to get into more. Again, like you, like I'm so interested in Shibari. Yeah. And I would love to um, get into some lessons with my partner. It's just like so hard when you right have now. two. When you have babies, when you got two little beanlets, and and eventually they're gonna grow up, and <laughs> I'm gonna have to start hiding this shit from them until they're an appropriate age to talk to them about it. Like I think we should just get a file cabinet. Yeah, and. Like, we should just label File all the sex toys? Yeah, we could file the sex toys. And then we could also file, like, week weekly shit that we did on the podcast. So then I don't have to listen to my fucking sappy voice anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid fucking voice. Wait, so now, like, on top of editing, you want me to, like, have a transcript typed out as I'm editing? Oh, no, I'll do that. (laughs) I'll do that. Don't worry. Just, like, simple shit. We should just hire a stenographer. Could we? Yeah. To have someone sit in the corner and type everything out Where's as we're saying it. Steven! <laughs> we need a Steven. We need a producer. Yeah. If anybody's willing to be your Steven. 
You know, I could just send all of these files over to Rev and have someone uh, type it all out for oh, us. Yeah. You know what? Fucking Kirsten would probably do it for us. <laughs> I bet there's like some sort of um, there's probably some sort of software that we can like input the audio file and output like it's like a typewriter text no like we i would literally put the audio file in it and then like hit transcribe and then oh. it'll transcribe it into words google probably has some i'm sure there's a thing shit like that i'm sure that is a thing if it's not then i think we just found our gold mine oh my god quick edit this out <laughs> I don't want Google to take it. <laughs> They're listening to us right now. The Google's already heard it. The Google's like, we're doing that as we speak. <laughs> uh, we did it five years ago. No. It just, it never took off. Thanks for reminding us to reboot it. <laughs> well, we have gone over our time, which yeah, means by the time I'm done editing, we're we'll be right at our time. Yay! Yay! Thank you, everyone, for listening to this very important episode. Yeah, it's... It's a hard, it's a hard thing doing these podcasts sometimes because they're they're tough discussions that we have to have with people mm-hmm. and about stuff that we just don't have any knowledge on. But that's where you, the listeners, come in. Yeah, like, give us give us the knowledge. So then, if we ever come across this again, which I know we will, we're going to come across it again. Yeah. Um. So when we come across it again, we at least have information and. We have somebody's, like, thoughts and feelings that we can put into ideas. Yeah. Which would be super helpful. So. So, if you have any ideas, any questions, any comments, any stories, just send them on over to bamandbeans at gmail.com. Or send it to our Facebook Messenger, because we have a wicked response time. Also, when you do send us an email, please remember to include an alias if you want one and your pronouns. It helps us a lot. I so much because I mean, honestly, or you're going to come up with you're going to get like a letter of the fucking alphabet. Yeah. I mean, that's what D got. We've done it before. We'll do it again. We've done it before and I will do it again. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody. Until next time. Bye. Bye.